Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Monday morning, April 25th. I'm Violet Comber-Wylan, and this is The Point from WUFT News. The tiny house industry has been a rising phenomenon in recent years. Particularly during the pandemic, many individuals have taken the chance to downsize and go smaller in order to travel and cut costs. But as WUFT's Veronica Nocera tells me, her and her partner, Megan McGlone, found that this industry is facing some pushback from local governments around the country. Here's Veronica. So Megan and I wrote a story sort of just hoping to like gauge some kind of interest in tiny homes in North Central Florida. And the main theme that came up was that a lot of tiny homeowners sort of run into a lot of problems with their local governments because it's not a super well-established thing. So for a lot of like municipalities, it's kind of they're having to work with them on something that they don't totally understand. So there's like rules are sort of up in the air and a lot of local governments will sort of try and like shut down these businesses or like over-regulate them in a way that kind of makes it difficult for people just trying to either live in tiny homes for personal reasons or for sort of business reasons. A lot of people kind of have through Airbnb and other ways they kind of make their money through that. And I see that you found an Alachua County couple who's been facing these kinds of challenges. Can you go into that? Yeah, so Krishna Belinus was someone that was sort of the main inspiration for the story. We first found her because she had posted a petition on Facebook sort of related to the situation and kind of asking people in the area to sign the petition to hopefully like help her get in better standing with the local government. So with her husband, uh, Govinda Carroll, they run a company called Simplify Further, which they sort of design and build these tiny homes and then they post them for rent on Airbnb and they have 12 of them across the county and so their main problem happened towards the start of February when one of the code enforcement officers showed up at their door and basically said that they weren't abiding by regulations and there were these rules that they weren't following and they would either have to sort of change their business model to adapt to these rules or shut down like half of their homes and obviously that would have had a big impact on their business since that's like their main income and like their only source of income that's what they do full-time now so they met with the city manager of Alachua Mike DeRaza and some other officials kind of in planning and building after they met with them they sort of came to this understanding that They were probably convinced that they weren't breaking any rules. In the Florida Building Code, Appendix Q is the appendix that relates to tiny homes and sort of sets regulations for it. But all appendixes in business in the building code are sort of up to jurisdictions to decide if they want to apply it or not. So Alachua County has decided that they are applying it. But for a lot of people that sort of like understand tiny houses, they pretty much agree that it only applies to tiny homes on foundations. And for Simplify Further, um, Belinus is all of their homes are on wheels. So they were trying to make the case that they weren't breaking any rules. And sort of the last development in that was that the city manager sent them a letter sort of asking them to put everything into words in terms of the definition of their tiny homes and what their business model is and what their purpose is. And then that's how they were going to decide to go forward in regulating. But that was pretty much the last um, update that we could get. When I reached out to Mike DeRaza, they pretty much said that they're still trying to figure everything out and resolve the issue and that they didn't really have any other comment on it at the time. 
And can you go into how these kinds of laws are in effect nationally and in different states as well? Yeah, so when I talk to Dan Fitzpatrick, who's the president of the Tiny Home Industry Association, he sort of was talking to us about how different states kind of have different levels of like tiny home friendliness. So in Florida, he said it really kind of is based on the specific municipalities because it's up to specific local governments to decide whether or not they want to apply Appendix Q and apply these specific regulations that like name tiny homes by name. And there's no general tiny home legislation that applies to the entire state, which there are in like some other states, which makes it a little bit easier for tiny homeowners there to sort of get by. So one thing that we sort of came across when trying to figure out like what states are more tiny home friendly and what states maybe aren't was that last year in 2021, Maine passed a law granting tiny homes the same status as single family dwellings. That was WUFT's Veronica Nocera about her and her co-reporter Megan McGlone's look into the challenges tiny homeowners face in local governments, particularly Alachua County. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. In state news, an African-American cemetery in Groveland is going to have some improvements. According to Fox 35 Orlando, a $499,000 grant from the state will contribute to this facelift for the cemetery. Groveland was initially rejected when applying for the grant, but state lawmakers put more money into the grant, expanding the list of recipients. The city plans to do things such as give an access road to the cemetery, identify grave sites, clean out debris, and restore headstones. Many Floridians are saying it is hard to pay their bills as inflation rises. According to the Tampa Bay Times, about 48% of Floridians in a USF study said higher prices have made it more difficult to pay living costs. Of the 600-person sample size surveyed, about 77% said inflation has affected their grocery spending, and nearly a quarter said they've been struggling to pay their mortgage this year. When asked what factors they believed had caused inflation, over 80% of Floridians said supply chain issues were to blame. Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill to stop Walt Disney Company from overseeing and governing its Central Florida Entertainment Center. According to the Tallahassee Democrat, this comes as DeSantis threatens more consequences if Disney does not adjust its diversity and inclusion program. DeSantis' aim is ultimately to punish Disney for its CEO's vow to oppose the Don't Say Gay bill approved in March. DeSantis said there will continue to be consequences if the company does not step back from its opposition of this bill. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Violet Cooper Weiland, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.